This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. much time to get that census done you have till midnight tonight i love the the uh government right now and how much they hate procrastinators i mean didn't we just finish with our taxes and now we are we have our given a week to fill out the census are you out of your mind i am procrastinating every day of the week i do not need the stress justin but here it is census day here in the uh fine country that we call Canada, and uh, one out of four Canadian households received the access code for the mandatory long-form census this week, and one of the people that had to fill out the long-form joins us right now. His name is Andrew Lawton. He's a host at our brother station, AM980 in London, also wrote a great piece today for Post Media. Andrew, thanks for being on the show. Hey, it's great to be here, Kelly. Thank you. Listen, you have a big problem with the census, specifically some of the questions they ask that are just downright in, they're just intrusive. Tell us. Well, I have a lot of big problems. That's the uh, the issue here, actually. Uh, one of the questions on the long-form census, uh, which anyone who filled it out themselves would have no doubt seen, asks whether you have, quote, any emotional, psychological, or mental health conditions, example, anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, substance abuse, anorexia, etc., unquote. And for me, that is a particularly poignant question, because as I've written about and, and talked about in uh, media and columns and speeches and all that for several years, I actually survived survived a nearly successful suicide attempt more than five years ago after dealing with years of depression. So this is something that for me was a yes that I had to check off. Yeah. And, you know, how is that going to help where we're going to put schools or businesses in our isn't that what the census is? Part of the idea of the census is figuring out how we're going to plan our communities to benefit people better. So this uh, just seems like it's an overreach into your privacy. Yeah, especially since the government has not proven or even tried to demonstrate any link between people checking that box and actual mental health care and resources and funding and clinics. So I I would still be against it on privacy grounds, but it's not even like they've really said, and yes, this is something that leads to more available resources. But uh, one of the bigger problems that I've had with it is that censuses are household documents. So Mm -hmm. for me, I live alone. It's not a big issue. But if you live with a family member, for example, some people are not even been able to open or be a public about this with their own family. So you either have potentially an oblivious family member who checks off no when the answer is actually yes, and then we have a reliability issue. Right. Or the other problem is you have someone who, uh, you know, they're filling it out with their family member, and this stigma, which exists even within some families, is leading to potential judgment there when someone's not ready for it. Yeah, and I imagine that would happen a lot in situations with uh, new Canadians. Yeah, we see it in in a lot of different cultural groups. I mean, we see it ultimately across the board. And the fact is, even if you say, you know what, I don't want someone to know about this, so I'm going to check no, that is a criminal offense. If someone found out that you lied on that, you could go to jail for up to three months. What's the difference between that and them, you know, accessing your medical records then, Andrew? 
Well, this is what I said. I mean, if the government is going to say that you can be thrown in jail if you don't answer or you leave it blank or you are going to lie on it, why doesn't the government just skip the middleman? Go and get your hospital records. Go and get all these things. And in in a lot of ways, that would be more of an invasion of privacy. But I frankly think the government could get more accurate information that way. Talk to the people that are actually giving the care and get the information without people's names and addresses and email addresses attached to it. Yeah, because, you know, the advocates of the uh, census are proclaiming, hey, Andrew, relax, man, it's confidential, but it's not really. No, it's not. I mean, I'm filling this out with a unique identifying code that they gave me to my address. And at the top of it, I'm filling out my name, phone number, email address. So even if it's kept to a vetted group of people, it's still something that is in a database somewhere attached to my name and the fact that I have self-identified as dealing with some emotional or mental health issue at some time. Yeah, and you know, there's nothing to say that this won't end up in a thumb drive sometime and the thumb drive be misplaced. We've heard of this happening. Oh, and we've had, I mean, far more benign things that government has not really been able to keep quiet. And I'm not even talking about, you know, some massive data breach. But let's face it, if agencies are passing information between each other, there is a list somewhere of names of people that have at one point said yes to this question. And we as Canadians are thrown in jail potentially if we don't answer it. But we have no idea how big that list of people that has access to that information is. So what would you like to see, uh, you know, remedy? How would you like them to remedy this next time around? Because we've got to wait another five years. And I mean, we're already hearing that, uh, you know, they're not taking into consideration the LGBT community who's really irritated that, you know, they actually don't have a uh, a box to check uh, as far as their gender is concerned. Yeah, I remember reading about that uh, a few months ago in the lead-up to this. I I think there are two things that need to be done. Uh, Number one is go back to how things were in 2011, which is make the long-form census optional. Not the short-form census, which is pretty uh, surface-level information, but the long-form census, which goes into the level of detail that we're talking about here. And I would say if there is actually a need for the government to have data on mental illness in this country, I'd say work with the provinces. Get anonymous information that's not linked to individuals from care providers, hospitals, even potentially schools, and do it in a way that actually gives them the information they need without needing to sacrifice privacy rights of Canadians. Well, I'm going to assume, because you're done your long form and you're talking with me on the phone, that you uh, begrudgingly gave the information to CSIS. Or to I the did. census, rather. I, well, well, maybe, Not maybe to that's CSIS, a, a, but to the of, a, a potato potato there. Uh, no, I, I did. I, you know, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I have no issue talking about this because I have made the decision in my own life to go public about my mental health issues. I'm far more concerned with the people that haven't gotten to that place in their life who now have, uh, quite honestly, the threat of handcuffs uh, that are forcing them to comply and to give up this information. Yeah, it doesn't really sound like the Canada we all know and love. The AM 640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM 640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.